Welcome to part three of Watch Me Build This Business, where I'm doing a year-long case study on myself and this business, taking you on a behind-the-scenes journey of everything that I've done the month before so you can see how I'm moving the needle in this company. We're not just talking the talk. We are walking the walk. Welcome. Hello, everybody, and welcome. I'm your host, Sonia Thorsvik, and this is Gigging for Gold podcast. Today, we are talking about all of the things that I did in January of 2023 to move this business forward, to get it some traction, to get some legs on this girl. So wildly popular was the first part of this series, which you can go back and listen to, called Watch Me Build This Business. 60 things in 60 days. And that, of course, is where I went over the first 60 days of when this business was just a vision, an idea, and kind of doing it, taking it through its soft launch phase, all the things that I did. So now we're on the next set, which is part three. So technically, this is, you know, we're getting past that 90 day mark. So let's see what we've done. In today's episode, I cover pretty much everything in order. So this is for my business and things that I did in my personal life, because of course, as self-employed entrepreneurs, our life is our business. (laughs) So first things first, January 2023 was actually the last day of one of my VAs, my virtual assistants, uh, time working with me. She had been with me throughout 2022, but needed to move on to different projects. I outsource my VA. Uh, This one was from the Philippines. She was just amazing. She helped with admin work, spreadsheets, scheduling, things like that. So I would highly, highly, highly encourage you to get a VA if you're at that stage in your business where In order to grow, you must start outsourcing some of the things. Take it off your plate. Some things you just don't want to do anymore or you're no darn good at or they're just have become, um, you know, it's, it's just kind of too much. So I encourage you if you can afford that, that that is something you should definitely, definitely do. I wish her the best of luck. And by the way, I made sure that when we ended our contract, that the company she's working with was fully reabsorbing her into someone else, right? I didn't want to end the contract and leave her high and dry because I've had that happen to me before, and that's not how I decide to treat other human beings. Moving on. So I decided to come up with an Instagram strategy. In the first part of this series, the 60 things and 60 days, I talked about how I was breaking up my personal Instagram account at Sonia Thorsvik and also adding a new account at Gigging for Gold. I also discussed that because down the road I was going to sell this business or have hopes to as the exit strategy, depending on what's happening in life, that it was good to have a separate account. Right this second, I have not started to market on the Gigging for Gold Instagram account. I have slowly started to do a few things on my personal Instagram account specifically because I already have a decent following on there and I'm just not ready to start full-fledged marketing 
on Gigging for Gold Instagram. And if you want to know why, feel free to shoot me a message and I'll let you know. I also did research on what it was going to take for me to start a YouTube channel. Now, YouTube to me is a complete foreign entity. I don't particularly watch YouTube a lot. However, because of the power of it, I have started to dabble in the dark art of YouTube. It's really fascinating. I 100% respect the people that are on YouTube making the videos, making the money, doing the time, effort, energy. It's truly incredible. So shout out to everyone on there. Uh, maybe I can take one of your classes, please and thank you. <laughs> I also then did research and started the process of how to syndicate my blog posts, my articles, onto places like Google and Apple News. So that was an interesting process. Also, one of the goals when I first started this, that was something that was on my um, dream list, my wish list. I was like, how... I can write these blog posts. That's amazing. They they get decent traffic on my website. But because I get my news from other places each morning, I thought, how can I get my articles syndicated there? I Once I figure out that whole process and that workflow, I'm happy to share that with you guys as well because I think that's a really great marketing tactic to use. Then one of the things in my personal life is I, does anyone use Shazam? Like I love that app. It's just so easy. You just open it up, Shazam your song. I, I just love it. So I took all of the songs that I had Shazammed and I made a Spotify playlist out of them. And it was funny because they range uh, in, in a, the genre of music that they are, but every single one, I was like, oh, this is a good song. I was like, oh, this is nice. Some of them, I'm like, mmm, having a little dance party with them, right? So that was really fun. I, because of that, felt organized. I felt inspired. I obviously felt I have a great taste in music. <laughs> uh, but that's just something that you know, you kind of do, it's like collecting notes. And then you're like, what are you supposed to do with all of these things? So in the end, it didn't take a lot of time, but I felt accomplished after that. Next, I attempted dry January. I attempted it and did pretty well. Uh, then I crashed and burned. And, um, and then I started again. So then it was damp January. Shout out to everyone that actually made it all the way through. And what I discovered was a few things. One, I definitely love red wine. Yep. And two, when I got through the first week and then I had one drink and then I did another week and then I drank per usual, it was a really interesting moment because of the time away from that habit, even though it was very, very short, I enjoyed drinking wine because it had become a habit just like a lot of people right we just kind of like oh we're just having a, a cocktail tonight I enjoyed the process again I was like let me go pick out a great bottle 
open it, you know, pick your favorite wine glass. So it became enjoyable again. And so I'm really interested in doing this kind of mental check-in with myself. And this would apply to my business as well. What are the things that bring me joy to do? This goes back to working like with a VA. A lot of the things I just didn't enjoy doing anymore. So I got rid of them, right? I'm not saying you need wine, but <laughs> once you once you take that away, you're like, do I still like doing it? I think that a lot of time, and particularly in business, once you start to scale, you realize I don't get to be in, in the creative space anymore, right? Because you're doing well, because you're becoming more successful. You then start becoming the boss. You then have to start being the leader and delegate and, you know, taking care of all these other things. And that's in times where a lot of people get burned out because they're not doing the things that brought them joy anymore. So there is something to be said for taking away the things that you don't like to see if you still like doing them. I don't know how we got into that with dry January, but here we are. <laughs> Another big thing for me is I moved. I move a lot. I'm I move honestly more than anyone I know on the planet. But this was a significant move for me. I moved back to the United States and just renting for the year, particularly because I wanted to have a space to create this company. As a person always on the move and a big traveler, the move was a little scary for me, but I'm very I'm very proud of it. It was scary for me because once, and we've talked about this in, in previous episodes, once you are known for something and once you attach yourself to something, that is your identity. So for me to be in a spot for a year kind of goes completely against my traveler identity. However, obviously, guys, obviously I'm going to be taking trips and amazing, you know, adventures and all that stuff throughout this year. But it was really, really important to me to have all my stuff in one spot, you know, out of the storage unit, kind of do the same thing, assess what I had, donate what I didn't need anymore that no longer served me, and really make sure that I was like, I'm fully in, I am fully in and committed to this business. It feels incredible. It feels like the money that I'm spending on the rent brings me peace of mind it brings me safety and security. It brings me a place where I can have people over to gather. So it brings a sense of, you know, family and community. I just, there's something to be said about it. For all of you other travelers, you will understand this. For people that live in the same spot, maybe not so much, but this is just who I am. On top of not only researching the YouTube video aspect, I did wind up starting a YouTube channel. But specifically, I just put the first, I think it's six or seven right now, uh, episodes on there just as audio. So they're not getting a lot of traction. But what I wanted to do was not only secure the handle, gigging for gold, but I wanted to kind of start dabbling in it to see how that worked. And who knew I, I could have had 1000s of podcast, you know, plays through their video watches. So I wanted to just see if that was something. Because when I was researching it, 
I was like, is this something people do? I don't know. I know it's a, a video platform, but I was just trying to be sneaky. Didn't really work. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, I had people start asking me if they could be guests on the podcast. Now, that was just incredible. That made me happy. Uh, these people, I, I do already know they weren't strangers, but they are fellow entrepreneurs. Every single one of them is a 100% yes. I mean, just crazy smart human beings who have been hustling and grinding, and I'd be honored to have them on the podcast. I have decided that not until I have about another month or 10 more podcast episodes out and recorded and start to market would I feel comfortable doing interviews. This is for a few reasons. Interviewing is a completely different style of podcast than doing a solo show. You have to come up with the questions. You have to make sure that you have the time to do it. You have to make sure that your calendar matches theirs. You then would have to worry about, or not worry about, that's not the right word. You have to also uh, adjust for time zone differences because you know this thing's going to be international, right? And so there's all these things to think about. Also, having said that, I really respect the other person's audience because the whole point of doing interviews is that so you can both bask in the glory of that episode. So they would then share it to their audience. I share it to my audience. And we do all this kind of beautiful cross promotion. And then on top of that, I wanted to make sure that there was something for people to do when they get to my website, when they enter my brand at a certain touch point. What, what do they get to do? Right now, as you know, as my favorite listeners do, it is podcast episodes and a blog. So you can read and listen. There is nothing for purchase yet on my website. Hmm, that's coming this month. Thank you very much. So I didn't want that person to go through all of this beautiful effort. They're marketing it to their people, you know, having all of the having their audience come to me. And then there's not a lot for them to do on the site. I wanted I wanted them to to have an option to take it a step further. So yes, that would help build my list and all that good stuff. But I'm respecting my fellow entrepreneurs' time, energy, and and their audience that they spent so long cultivating. So that's a fun one to think about too. And then if you listened to the 60 Things in 60 Days, <laughs> I talked about how I made a, uh, a sample sweatshirt with the gigging for gold logo on it and how I was like even after someone who do, has done merchandising for years upon years I had the gold was a was a had a neon glow and so when that transferred to a print object dope Sonia it looked ridiculous but I have worn it a few times right to get feedback and everyone loves it uh, everyone they're like wow that's so cool I'm like but can you see the gold you know does it look weird can from afar and I had all these responses they're like well um it looks great like it looks 
like modern, trendy slash, you know, just different enough that it's a conversation starter. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Would you wear it? And they were like, yeah, so that's on your website now. We, you have merchandise for sale. I'm like, not yet, but that's coming up. So look forward in this month to merch. So a lot, so, so things to buy on the website. Mama needs a new pair of shoes, honey. Okay, so maybe the sweatshirt wasn't a total mess up, which is great. Then on a also positive note, I had, I started to get a lot of feedback from the podcast coming in. And I could just stop this whole episode right now because that, the feedback was so good. It is so good. It is in its new stage. I'm here to inspire you to take an action. I always want something said in the podcast where at some level it's going to inspire you to take the next step. I hope it's the right next step for you, but I want it I want it to be inspiring. And so all of these people are coming out saying that they are inspired, saying that it's a great time for them in their lives, you know, I because that's to me the best part, right? Like when that synchronicity happens because you know if you're listening to this, you somewhere in your mind were looking for this. Right? How wonderful. So you you are making it happen, not me. I love that. So I really, uh, honest to goodness, truly appreciate all of the kind words. And I'm trying to do my best, just like I said in the previous episode, that I take time aside each day to respond to people. So I'm trying my hardest to do that because everyone's messaging me on every different platform. <laughs> uh, also tip, if you start doing marketing for your business, and you have all these platforms available that you're on, you're going to get messages on all the platforms. But I, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I also did something for the business. So every single blog post, page, even um, the podcast directory where, where it's all going to, uh, everything, everything that has a URL. I made a, another column on the spreadsheet for shortening all the links. So I use bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y. It's free. You can do like, I think it's right now 50 links at a time. But this is really important because links can be very long, even if you have affiliate links or just just even your website links can be long. And so depending on how you want to market out into the world, I think the short links look better. So if you're not highlighting a word and making that a clickable URL and you just want to have it, for example, on social media, the short links work beautifully. So all this took was some time, um, not a ton of effort, just took some time. So that was a good one too. And I, I, now that I have done that for the bulk of the articles, that then turns into a checkbox on my workflow. So I go, okay, I've recorded the podcast. I've published it with the show notes. During that exact moment, I've also made it a blog post, right? You've transcribed it, all that good stuff. Now I take the blog post and the live podcast and I keep track of all of those live links. And now on the task list, which takes one second, is to go and shorten that link. So I have complete tracking of everything that's out there. OCD, here I come. Love it. Also along with the 
comments from the podcast, of course, came the new listeners. And so I started to have a global audience, which is what I want. Right now, the majority is the United States. Fantastic. I love it. The United States also has the largest listeners of podcasts in the world. So that makes a lot of sense. And then because of the listener count through the software that I use called Anchor to record these podcasts, uh, an ad choice was essentially unlocked. So I can record ads, advertisements through the hosting site of people that they choose. And then I get to choose if I want to run one of those ads. I have not run any of those yet because um, I'm I'm still deciding what brands I would like to represent. But that was really cool. So just like anything, a, a lot of things you have to get a high enough count to unlock the, the next level. Kind of like a video game, I guess. Look at them gamifying the podcast land. Here then I contemplated to grow the audience faster. Um, posting two blog posts a week, as well as dropping two new podcast episodes a week. So it would be podcast, blog, podcast, blog, Friday newsletter with all of that roundup. And that was a lot of work. So I did it for one week and I was like, holy moly, this is a lot. But if I am serious, which I am about building this business faster, I do believe that is a good direction or goal to get to either this month or next. Again, a lot of it has to do with workflow, how long these episodes are. Right now they're ranging, most of them are, are about an hour. I still think it's good for my listeners to have 45 minutes to an hour because we know that the most listened to podcasts in the world are in that time range. And it's because of where people and when people are listening to it. Usually it's in the morning when someone's on a commute or out doing an exercise. That's hands down the top, top trends. So I am exactly that person. I listen to my podcast on my walk and I like them longer because when I walk, that's my meditation time. Like the walking is my meditation. So I don't want to have to listen to someone's outro, stop my walk, find new a podcast to listen to, start it over again, and then I won't finish it during that walk. So I like the ones that are about an hour. I also then was looking for a few new things this month to purchase. One of them was a backpack. Um, I've had my backpack now for seven or eight years, and um, it's T-H-U-L-E. It's a Swiss, Swedish brand. Sorry if I messed that up. But it's it's stunning. It's amazing. They also make like the car racks uh, for gear. It has lasted for years. And I have put that thing to the test. I mean, I have traveled all over the world with it. I it, Everywhere. And it's just now starting to show signs of wear. So I'm thinking about repurchasing that exact type or moving on to a different one. For me, the functionality is key. It's like functionality, fabric, color, and it has to have a water bottle holder. Anyone recommend a backpack for me? Thank you very much. And I like it very like, I like them black with great, like I said, fabric that are durable. I don't, I'm not looking for like a frilly cute backpack. No, like the more 
tech awesome it is, the better. <laughs> All right. So then I pitched this podcast to the New York Times. That's right. Did I hear back from them? No. But it took some balls to be like, hello, New York Times. Here I am. I specifically did that because one of the podcasting uh, stations, the directory, send, sent me an email and said, here are the things that you can pitch. And one of them was pitching the New York Times specifically for podcasts that had just started the month before. So it was it was exactly at my stage. It was a brand new podcast. And if you are selected, they would have sent it out to like, I don't know, 40,000 people for them to review. So a couple things here. One, I thought, well, hell yeah, I'm going to try that. Why not? A lot of people that I told were like, oh my gosh, aren't you so scared? What if, what if you get all this feedback and it's not good, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted the feedback. I wanted the reach. I, I wanted the validation at some point, right? If it was complete crap, please let me know. But I thought I had something good going on. So I'm actually, now that I'm reading this note, we'll be following up with them this evening. If you're listening to New York Times, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I also then, like I said, I started to do a few things on Instagram. I posted a reel and then I started talking about the podcast in stories. And again, because I have it set up as a business account, I get to see the analytics and, you know, you can, you can, pretty much tell if those efforts are working because you can actually see the numbers. You can see everything from and not who goes forward in the stories, but you can see how many people like went forward and skipped your message and skipped your link or they stayed and clicked on it, which is really, really, really important things to know. On top of that, I started tracking the statistics um, of the podcast and the plays. So for example, here, I have the analytics through Anchor, and that shows me the country people are listening, uh, the country that they're from. It shows the gender, age, and I think that's about it right this second, and what, what type of device they listened to. So that's all nice and pretty, but as you know, I love the numbers. So even deeper on this spreadsheet is uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify have their own analytics tracking which are important, as well as Google Podcasts has it too. Um, so you can track how many people, of course, have rated your podcast, as well as who's listening. So like, however you guys are listening to this, right, the second Apple Podcasts is where you guys are listening to it the most. I can see how many people are subscribed, essentially, to each platform. So those numbers to me are important, of course, because each platform offers different things. Along with that and along with the reviews coming in, I had someone say, hey, I'm listening to this on Audible, which she probably is right now. Hello. And she's like, if you didn't know, the, the show links aren't clickable on Audible. So, so when I say, hey, I'm leaving this uh, example for you guys in the show notes, she was like, wow, thank you for that. But I can't click on it on the listener on the uh, player that I'm trying to listen to it on. So extremely important information. I have done research on it. And no, you can't, which is silly. Then I went to Spotify and I was like, oh my gosh, all the timestamps look ridiculous. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. But then I went in and stalked my favorite podcast hosts and 
saw everyone's show notes were all messed up. So uh, all of you podcast software companies, y'all need to start talking together and make it look pretty. Okay, thanks. <laughs> For my physicalness, I started incorporating more Pilates. Pilates is something I have done for years. And as a former gymnast and dancer, Pilates for me and my body type feels amazing. So anytime that you guys are working out or just moving, which, you know, one and the same, do something that feels good for your body. Again, for me, it's because it involves stretching. Sometimes you use weights. Sometimes it's just your body, uh, just your body weight making making that mm, whatever it's called. But anyway, Pilates for me feels amazing. I'm using, using a new app now called Form. I am through and through a tone it up girl. So I've been using that app for, oh gosh, eight years now, but I'm just trying something new and I really, really enjoy it so far. And we also know that working out boosts creativity, which is better for your business. So I'd recommend trying something new and or going back to something that you love and sticking with that. Also here, I started drafting a blog post of conferences to attend in 2023. I'm actually going to hit publish on that tomorrow, but it's 30 different conferences around the world for someone who would be self-employed. <clears throat> and they range from everything from content creation to uh, podcasting, social media, and technology, and so on and so forth. So look forward to that roundup coming soon. With that, I also chose two to attend this year. More if I can swing it, but um, two so far. And on that list, out of the 30, excuse me, over the years, I have attended, I think, seven of them already. So I put them on there because I recommend them. So then in the beauty front, I got some of those foot cleansing pads for the holidays. They're like charcoal sticky pads that you stick to the bottom of your feet overnight and they apparently pull out all the gunk and I just found this hilarious because I don't really think about feet so much but I'm like I'll try these out and so you put it on and what it does is it active whatever's in it it activates your sweat glands and so essentially it's making your feet nice and toasty but you sweat out the stuff and it collects anyone who's tried it what do you think I actually thought it was pretty amazing your feet after you take them off in the morning Okay, mine were a little bit stinky, but <laughs> but your feet feel like fresh and clean and airy. So that was a cool purchase. One of those things that was a gift that I would not have thought to buy myself. So thanks, mom. <laughs> I also came up with my word of the year, which is intentional. I have talked about this in a previous episode, but if you missed it, I decided my word was intentional this year because the previous years, even though I loved, obsessed on where I was, who I was with, what I was doing, I wanted to be more intentional about the decisions I was making for myself. I kind of I tried as much as I could to go with the flow. Obviously, we were in a pandemic, and I I still did get to travel. Um, 
but but the decisions weren't mine. The, the decision was mine to go to these places and to do all of these amazing things. I mean, I I had such a good time during the pandemic. I'm sorry if you can't hear that, but I did. I had such a good time. Um, I learned so much. And with that, now that I've made this move, I want to be very intentional about who I'm with. And that's, you know, all relationships, friends, family, lovers, what I'm doing for my business, what I'm doing for myself, thinking about my future self. And if I need to make a decision that I need to take some time to decide if I if that's a good one for me, does it benefit my future self as well? So I want to be very intentional about the choices that I make this year. Speaking of nightshades, <laughs> so nightshades and health. Again, I love to discuss health on here as well. I already uh, know the foods that I have an intolerance to. I have an allium intolerance, which means I don't eat things like garlic, onions, shallots. I am un- unable to break down those foods and make me they make me super inflamed everywhere. With that then come came the knowledge of um, I, w- I was getting some chest pain and someone was like, maybe it's uh, heartburn. And I'm like, heartburn? Isn't that for old people? Like, and they're like, yeah, you're old. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> so I looked it up because, um, and this is important for you, is because you need to know what type of food. If your body is inflamed and you're having gas and you're having uh, digestion problems and, 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 that is not normal. You hear me? That is not normal. Like something that you're eating is because you can't digest it properly. So your body is flaring up and let that's like a warning sign for you. And because we're not really taught it as we grow up, we just go along with it and we think it's totally normal. And, you know, you wear stretchy pants and and take a anti-acid. Like that's not normal. Don't do that. So spend the time being toned in, tuned into your body. And if something is bothering you, stop eating it for heaven's sake. So nightshades are a family of food that includes tomatoes, eggplants, potatoes, and a few other things. <clears throat> I noticed that my body was having problems every time I had uh, like a pasta or pasta sauce, so tomatoes. And then I just figured that out when I was eating eggplant, I was making all these yummy dishes, and it was just not good. So I put three and three together and here we are. I find it fascinating. Fascinating. What if I told you that creating email newsletters could be as easy as posting to social media? Don't believe me? Let's blow your mind, shall we? Before Flowdesk, I used everything under the sun, both for myself and for clients all around the world. You know the names. I was referred to Flowdesk by another amazing entrepreneur. So, if you're reading this now, just know that not too long ago, I was in the same place as you, looking for a platform that was visually stunning, easy to navigate, 
had flow prompts for me to follow for sending out high converting series versus just another average and quite frankly, not pretty template to use. Flowdesk was founded by two female creatives who saw a gap in a much needed space. If you go to the show notes and click on my link, you're going to receive 50% off of your first year when you sign up. Simply enter code GOLD50 at checkout and get your first year of Flowdesk for 50% off. Enjoy. A few things that I reminded myself of. This is in the self-esteem category. Number one, that I'm awesome. There's no ego to that whatsoever. But you must remind yourself that you are awesome, brilliant, smart, amazing, stunning, a forward thinker, creative. Call yourself whatever you want. Just make those words good. Here's the thing, because I think I forgot this a little bit. No one is coming to save you. Do I have any Harry Potter fans out there? No one's coming to save you, right? No one is making your business run for you. No one is marketing your business for you. No one's going to come on the street and say, hey, would you like some free headshots and lifestyle photos and la la la? No, you have to do it yourself. If you choose this lifestyle, it's all you. The good news is you're incredible. I'm incredible. Hooray! Right? Again, there's no ego here. It's, it's a self-esteem. It's self-respect. I think I had forgotten that. So what I did was I took a, a little peek at my photos from the past year. And I wrote down one thing a week that happened that year. And I just, I looked at them and I'm like, some good, some bad, happy, sad. And I was like, damn, look at all this progress I've made, right? Or like, look at these great clients that I got to work with. Or like, look how much time I got to spend with my loved ones, right? All these things. So I just had a little self-check-in. And I'm going to say that you should do the same because I can guarantee you, no matter where you are, if you're just starting out, if you're thinking of starting a business, if you are well on your way to that six figures and beyond, it's still time to do a little self-check-in and to remind yourself of your amazingness. Thank you very much. With that activity, I was also reminded that I, I guess... Hmm. I was trying to, if you listened to the pod, if you listened to the episode, you know, how to, how to move on when you're in a funk, that one, which is very popular. Um, and I realized a lot of people were going through this too. It's like, was I resisting change or was I craving rest? Not all of that was fully what was going on with me, but I wanted, because I'm in a great spot now, I have the mental capacity to go back and think about what was going on from a different point of view. I have a, I have a ability to look at it from a place of love and acceptance. When you're in that funk, you you can't look at it from a place of love. Your mind is not 
you're not in the happy zone, right? But now I'm in a good spot. I said, I want to revisit that time in my life so that I can figure out the lessons from it. I wanted that. So I gave myself that time knowing that, you know, if I thought it once, I can think it again, (laughs) the bad thoughts. But I was like, I need to give myself that time and space and love and encouragement to understand was I craving rest or resisting change? The answer will be different for each one of you. But again, you have to do the work. You got to put the work in if you want to move on. Also, I started using my binoculars, which I love. I got a new pair. I had this on Instagram the other day, but I took the binoculars out to the park to, you know, calibrate them and figure out how they worked. And then they closed off the whole park and all the streets around it, like while I was walking on it, there was nobody around except for a bunch of police. And I was like, oh my God. And then found out that the president of the United States was landing in his chopper in a minute. So I had to get out of there and go to the other side of the town. (laughs) But I used to use binoculars a lot when I was living on boats and love, love, love them. So that was something that brought me joy and I wanted to incorporate that more in my life. For the business side of it, I also thought of like what, even with the digital products that are launching this month, so there's going to be free downloads. By the way, if you haven't signed up for the newsletter and you get the 145 headline generator tool for free, that is going to be put behind a paywall soon. So better hurry up. Um, so with this, I was like, what, what is my point? Like, what's the end goal with all of this stuff? Because having free downloads and templates for purchase, which will change your whole life. Guys, these will change the game for you. I love them. I'm like looking at them right now in draft mode. And I'm like, man, these are good. <laughs> so, but what's the next step? Like, what's the big thing? And so I was thinking of, again, workshops and retreats which is just a a fun, fun idea for me. I've, again, had that idea for a long time and feel like this is going to be the exact platform for that. Um, I also got asked to speak at an event, which was exactly what I'm talking about. Like, guys, if you have a message, just somehow figure out how you need to get that out there and then watch what happens. It's so much fun. So workshops and retreats will come up. I then now need to figure out at what, like when, when would these make sense for me? When and where, essentially. I also went back and listened to one of my podcasts that had uh, good traction and I took notes on where I needed to slow down a little bit in my speaking. Because even though, like I said, you always want to be yourself, um, You might have things, I certainly do, that need to get some improvement. You need to, you need to listen to yourself. If you have a podcast, you must listen to yourself to figure out where you can improve. If you are a writer, you need to read your own stuff to figure out where you need to make the edits, right? Makes sense. Guys, also, in the last 30 days, so in January, this podcast hit the number 22 spot in all of Switzerland on entrepreneurship. Mm, mm, mm. I'm so proud of that. (laughs) 
Also, I started an Amazon storefront. This was for a few reasons. One, I noticed that I was looking for different office um, things because I don't have, I just moved, but don't have a proper office set up. So along with purchasing a desk recently, which is a huge decision for me, very nice, like handmade, adjustable, all that good stuff. I also was like, where can I get inspiration from people to see what they've done in their office? Specifically, how are they setting it up for the podcast, maybe for a vlog, things like this, and went down the Instagram rabbit hole of fun and wound up on Amazon nine times out of 10 because I was essentially clicking on their links and it was taking me to Amazon because that's so convenient. So therefore, I guess I was secretly doing research at the same time, but I started an Amazon store. Yes, you have to apply for it. I applied through my Instagram account. So again, because I have a decent following there, I could go ahead and uh, I got accepted to create a store. Now, I will say that uh, the creating the store was semi-easy. However, getting the sales commission... I, it's only been like a few days, but I have physically stood there and watched people purchase things through my store. And there's no, I haven't gotten any sales commission from it yet. And there's no like notification and there's, there's no tracking on it. So it's making me insane because obviously one of two things are happening. One Amazon's not working, which probably is not the case. Or two, I'm sending out the wrong link. But I have done so much research. If anyone out there has an Amazon affiliate store and you have made some money on it, can you please email me? I I can't seem to find the answer. I can't seem to be able to contact anybody. They sent me this like starter kit PDF, which is cool, but I'm like, but where's mine? <laughs> so I've I've literally seen people purchase from it. Thank you. It's a it's a it's actually really neat. It's the exact products. So I went through uh, the past six years of my purchases on Amazon, and I added them to the store, and they're in the form of office and tech, travel, some clothing, um, pantry goods like. Uh, dry goods that I buy all the time and then like wellness stuff so like the beauty haul um, you can get them other places of course but we're saying for ease of purchasing Amazon is where it's at I also own Amazon stock so I feel like I'm just feeding into my own system here anyway that's making me very frustrated because I really believe that you can make great uh, you can make some money off of it. And what I want to do is start making posts and do reviews and things like that. And then if I feel compelled to recommend that product, because it's something that I actually use and trust, then have this link there. And again, guys, we're trying to make some money, even though the commission rates like 2%, it's nothing. But I can't seem to figure that out. So when you guys are starting something new, and you are struggling, I'm right there with you. <laughs> And then in order to promote that page, I remade, well, essentially I launched for the first time with this company, the, um, link, the link on my Instagram account in my bio. And so I, make, I made a list of links, right? Like shop my blah, blah, blah. And what I did was I spaced out the, the links. So it's like the width of a thumb. 
I talk a lot about this is that it's extremely important to watch someone go to your website on whatever device they want and watch how they use it. Someone clicked on it and he was like, my thumb's too big for this. Like they tried to click on one thing and accidentally hit the wrong thing because there wasn't enough space in between. So just user user friendly type of uh, design etiquette, if you will. So that was important. I also, um, if you guys, I, I made mine specifically through my website. So like gigging for gold slash links, but it's, it's not live on my website. It's just for like social pages and things like that. Also really good to put on the bottom of your email signature. Um, if you've never used Linktree, that's a great one. Um, and then other companies like I think Squarespace, the website builder, I think you can do a custom one through there. Anyway, do whatever you want. They're very powerful. And then let's see, the last stuff here was, like I said, I bought a desk and that was a huge decision for me. Because I really wanted something that was going to get it, stand, desk, legs, stand the test of time. I wanted it to be great quality. And I went with a company. Uh, I won't say the name of it yet because, again, I don't want to name products if I haven't actually used them yet. But they're a company that only made workstations. It wasn't a company that makes like 100 things. They really, really focus down and use the creativity side productivity side, right? They put a lot of thought into their products, which I which I loved. And then the very last thing, which I think arrives today, hopefully, is I bought a new DJI gimbal, the Osmo, and a new little speaker for my office. And so with the, the DJI product I've used before, great company, um, but I wanted something to do like cooler looking videography shots like I'm not a pro videographer but I am very dangerous in that field if you will because I've done it for a lot of a lot of companies and I wanted something that added a little bit more um, a sophisticated look to the videos that, that I am going to create not only for the podcast but like I said the affiliate links as well and the digital products so essentially it creates a smoother type of transition when you're filming and if you could see me right now at my at my station I'm like moving around like I already have it but I don't (laughs) and that's it guys so that was part three called watch me build this business each month On the first of every month for this year, I will be discussing what I did the previous month, things that moved the needle both in my personal life and professional life. Thank you for listening. I hope that you got some ideas. And again, I hope that you understand if you are going through something a little bit struggling because you're starting your own business or launching something new, you are not alone. Have a great day. Hey everyone, it's Sonia. If you are enjoying these episodes from Gigging for Gold, please do me a favor and subscribe, like, and share to your fellow entrepreneurs. It's because we're in this together. I can't wait to talk to you more. Thank you very much.